Hi, everyone. This is Mark with Absolute Software Product Marketing, and welcome to the Absolute Undeletable Podcast, where we discuss everything you need to know about Absolute's undeletable endpoint security platform, the only solution on the market that secures your data, devices, and applications with an unbreakable connection to every endpoint on and off your network. Today is Monday, March 15th, 2021. The focus of today's podcast is the upcoming education harvest season, that perennial time of the year when schools across the country become planning their purchase plans and strategies. For a myriad of reasons we're going to discuss during the podcast, the fact that education has been transformed in so many ways over the past 12 months, and PCs and other tech devices have become more vital than ever in the quest to keep children and other students properly educated. For a robust discussion around this topic, I'm joined by Serena Baines, Director of Product Management at Absolute, and Alana Bennett, Education Product Marketing Specialist at Absolute. Serena and Alana, welcome to the podcast. Hello, glad to be here. <laughs> glad you guys are here for the podcast. You know, for those people who um, are not familiar uh, with the phrase harvest season, of course, that's a well-known phrase in the education space. Serena, let me serve that up to you. Um, this, it's kind of define what the edu- uh, what the harvest season is and why it's so important to uh, not only to absolute but other uh, other entities that serve the education market in the tech space sure the the education harvest season or just the generally the education buying season um is really important for districts and schools as they plan for their upcoming school year. So you can imagine this is a uh, something they need to do, do every year, and they're always looking for how to best serve their communities and students and staff. And so that involves making sure you have the right tools. So uh, in the fall, they'll start looking at what's working, what isn't, gather some information, do research, start looking at what solutions are available. Um, moving in through the winter, uh, they'll maybe have more specific discussions with vendors out there, look at their budget, start seeing how these things might fall in and out of that budget. And then into the spring, into the summer, then it gets into some of that more decision-making. So we know what we need. We did that analysis. We looked to see what was available out there, what would work for us, what fits in our budget. And then the actual decisions are being made, right? What do we need to bring in to help us in that next school year? So really the the cycle stretches almost the entire school year. It's not just for a couple of months. Um, By the time you finish one, guess what? Within a little bit of time, they're looking to uh, start it again for the next school year. Alana, let's take a step back here and let's talk a little bit about what the pandemic has done to the education space. I mean, it came out of left field, obviously, about over 12 months ago. And and obviously, it's still being talked about as, as, as uh, different states and different localities start to, to return kids to in-school learning. But I think we all agree that you know, the hybrid school learning is going to stay with us for, for some time in various phases. But let's talk a little bit about the challenges that schools have um, due to the pandemic. So can you, can you provide some color on that? Yeah, absolutely, Mark. So the 2021 harvest season is going to be a harvest like no other because schools have had to pivot to remote learning and hybrid learning really, really rapidly. So last March, we saw schools having to purchase huge amounts of devices to send out into the field. So support to support students who are now learning from home. In addition, they had to deploy 
and evaluate um, large groups of, of new technology, new ed tech technology and security technology so that students could have access to remote learning tools um, in a safe remote environment. That is gonna affect the harvest of this year because schools aren't gonna need to be able to evaluate what worked and what didn't. Mm -hmm. and then be able to determine where to spend new um, new funding this harvest season. So, so not only did schools have to just, you know, manage more devices and more, uh, more software than ever before, but they now need to evaluate and finesse what they've done so that they can be more effective moving into this year. Because you know, we still don't know what the, what the outcome is going to be, schools have to be able to pivot so that if, if they do need to revert back to fully remote learning environments, they can. Now you actually said the magic word funding. Um, and I'll actually, you know, I'll, let me keep this up to for Sarita. You know, funding has been such a big, big um, deal. I mean, uh, unprecedented levels of money have been spent around the world, but particularly in the United States. Um, and uh, Chromebooks obviously have become a big part of that. And Chromebooks have always been growing in appeal in schools, but it's almost like they poured gasoline on the Chromebook uh, fire, so to speak. So let's talk about the funding angle, uh, Sarita, and why that's been so important to schools and why Absolute obviously can play a role uh, in assisting schools with their, with their education purchases in that area. Well, you can probably imagine how much uh, the pandemic has impacted schools in, in, in a variety of ways, but one is budget, like you say. They've had to have deal with expenses that were never imaginable before this, right? So for PPE, for janitorial services, um, for just so many other things that you just wouldn't have additional above beyond. Um, I believe that one research said that on average, this is a few months old, I'd love to see if it was updated, but uh, schools are spending an extra $500 per student just for things related to expenses related to COVID. So that's when you already have schools and districts that budgets are always tight, they're always challenging to manage, and then you add in another you know, few hundred dollars per student, um, that's a significant impact. And so schools and districts absolutely needed some support from state governments and the federal government uh, to help them with all these costs so that they could ensure they were keeping everyone safe because that was always the focus is keeping everyone safe and healthy. Um, and so they needed support to be able to do that as well as uh, after you know, take care of everyone's health, um, how do they keep people learning, right? And so all of a sudden everyone's at home. How do you support people to work to, to, to learn at home? Um, funds were needed for devices making sure that students had actual devices at home. Uh, students needed internet connection. There is a big issue with the homework gap. So this is something that the education sector has rightfully raised and tried to draw attention to for a long time. And that's about making sure that every student has equal access to internet at home so that they can be successful academically. And unfortunately, some students in some communities don't, and that's a real hindrance. And so this problem on one hand was made even worse, the homework gap made worse with the pandemic, because how can you do your online schooling if you don't have internet? So schools went out and were great heroes and creative, and they figured out mobile hotspots and uh, mobile school buses with hotspots hubs, which is fantastic. And they would park these 
in, in places where students can go, you know, and sit in the grass or sit in your car beside it, at least get internet so you can do your homework. But all these things, of course, took, took money. Um, not to mention, you know, the other learning tools that you might have to bring in to be able to administer class online. Um, and so budgets have definitely taken a, a significant hit with all these expenses that were never planned for, never budgeted for, and so they needed that support. Now, Alana, this question for you uh, is that let's talk, dive a little bit uh, into the, the value proposition that Absolute has, because what's interesting to me uh, and I think I know the answer, but you'll probably do a lot better job than I will uh, will uh, will do in articulating it. And that is, is that schools, you know, before the pandemic, schools will always have a challenge with finding funding. You know, before the pandemic, that is, uh, dollars were always scarce. Now they've kind of kind of gone the other way, where you have these huge amount of uh, federal dollars coming in, buying these thousands and thousands of devices, and schools don't have the the IT and security resources to manage these devices in a very efficient, cost-effective way. These schools have um, uh, uh, compliance obligations. They have to they have to account for these systems that they're buying. So, how does Absolute's value proposition address that challenge that schools have? Yeah. So, Mark, I think you're spot on. Schools have had to adopt quickly to managing more devices, more technology, but with limited IT teams and um, making sure that they are spending the, the money that they did receive through this funding wisely. And so where Absolute really, really stands out uniquely in helping our K-12 customers is that we help our customers to understand from the technology that they have invested in, what is being utilized, what isn't, and what they should renew. So if you think about it, um, purchasing so much software is really like throwing spaghetti at the wall. You need to see what's stuck and what dropped. And through Absolute's unique web usage analytics, and, and in particular, our web usage site comparison chart, customers can track specific software and understand how it's being utilized across device groups. And why that's really important is because you know, we support school districts and they have anywhere between, you know, 100 to 100,000 student devices. That's 100,000 specific software licenses. They need to see what has been utilized and identify where licenses aren't being used so that they can maximize their budget and optimize any hardware. Um, device usage analytics is really handy for our customers to see are there devices that are sitting in drawers? Can those devices be reallocated to students in need? Can those devices be reallocated to different schools so that they can um, yeah, further optimize their hardware? With the huge increase in Chromebooks um, going out into the field, there is a bit of, um, you know, there's a huge demand for Chromebooks. And so it's really important that schools be able to maximize what they have now so that they can, um, yeah, support remote learning. So Sarita, you know, Absolute obviously has a very long history in the enterprise space, in the corporate space. They're obviously a trusted partner with um, thousands of different enterprise uh, customers. Um, and that's due to because of the fact that Absolute has a presence in the firmware of 500 million devices that really give it this, and I love the phrase, unbreakable tether. I mean, that's, I, I think that really connotates exactly what the value proposition is um, from, a, from, an edu from, a, uh, um, from a customer standpoint. 
what are the, in your mind, the top two or three features and, uh, and maybe other features that Alana was talking about that you really believe that are, that are really critical to schools that obviously have value in the enterprise space as well and benefit from the fact that Absolute has had this long legacy of success and trust and trust uh, in the um, in, in the enterprise space before. Yeah, good question. You're making it tough, though, only that you're making asking me to limit it to a couple of things. Um, <laughs> only but, uh, in, the, in the pandemic. Yeah, you're making that hard for me. But in the pandemic, a few other things have boiled to the top. So the first is really key for education, but really to your point to for anyone that has remote employees at home as well, which a lot of organizations have, which is just the fundamental where are my devices? Do I have visibility to them? Um, where are they connecting from? Um, so having that unbreakable tether is just fundamental as every, anyone can be anywhere. We've, I've actually was talking to some customers and they were saying um, they're finding that some students are not even just learning from home, but from other countries. Mm. So with this world, you can really be anywhere. And it's important for, for IT and for leadership to know where their devices are. Um, so that's number one. Then there's, uh, and a lot of us touched on this a little bit, what's happening on those devices? So that visibility, that, that insight, those analytics into, are my devices being used? How much? Um, and what are they doing on those devices? Again, when you're not able to see, uh, see the people that you're engaging with, your end users, whether it's the same office or classroom, that's really hard to see. Uh, but it's important to know, right? You've invested in this technology, rolled it out, you want it to be used for a purpose. Is that purpose being fulfilled? And so having that analytics into, um, you know, in an enterprise space, is this department using all the devices that they that they have? Does that make sense? So I need to provision them with new ones. Um, information to guide those decisions and allow me to plan is really important. And the same on the, on the education side, you rolled out some learning platforms. While well, our students actually engaged? Are they adopting them? Are they actively participating online to do the important learning work that they're, that you're hoping that they are doing? And so you really want that hard data to be able to answer those fundamental types of questions. Um, and to be clear, this isn't just which websites are you hitting. So it's not traffic. It's focus on tab, right? Which tabs are up? Which tab is the user actually engaging with? Because at the end of the day, that's, that's what matters. Um, and then I'm going to cheat and add a third one. Um, how do you remotely do uh, take actions on that endpoint? So uh, in the school environment, everything, if, if it's on a school network, it, things are a lot easier. You need to roll out a new application. You need to make a configuration change. That's, uh, that's a bit easier whenever all of those devices are connecting to your school network. But when they're not, how do you do that? Um, so being able to remotely reach to all of these endpoints, regardless of where they are, and regardless of the fact that they're not on your network, and take an action, right? Run a script. Anything you need to get done, you can do. And that's pretty powerful and needed um, as those devices, like I said, are not on your network. I am shocked that you're suggesting that, that students would actually use your devices for unofficial educational purposes. I cannot believe you don't, <laughs> you don't have that kind of faith in, in students to do the right thing all the time. And, and I think you're making an important point, uh, an important po uh, point because it's not about being big brother and trying to uh, really understand exactly, you know, at the content level, what someone, someone's using it. But let's face it, 
you know, especially in an educational environment, especially when those devices are being used home and off school premises, you know, schools do want to make sure that those devices are being used for appropriate purposes. And uh, absolute functionality has some incredible capabilities in terms of giving you that kind of window, that view at a console level from a, it, with, with thousands of devices, you know? So um, I want to talk to me a little bit about that because I really think that particular f- piece of functionality is a big, big deal. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we do see, of course, um, that, you know, students are super tech savvy and they know how to bypass security controls and web filters so that they can, you know, like be on gaming websites during the school day. And so with Absolute's web filtering, students Um, You know, like when students visit unauthorized websites, it's going to be caught and users can easily find who has visited unauthorized websites and what websites they visited so that IT security can work to update their web filters to ensure that those sites are no longer visited. Having visibility into the user that visited an authorized website as well enables them to proactively be able to reach out to the student directly in addition to updating the web filters. No, that's a, that's a great, great um, um, explanation of what, what those benefits are. Um, the in, in the few minutes that we have left, I want to give uh, Sarita some time to talk about, you know, from an absolute go to market standpoint, what, you know, what are the kind of things that, that, that you've learned over the last year, uh, Alana, in terms of, you know, uh, uh, actually, let me throw this question out to both of you, both Sarita, you and, and Alana, but we'll start with Sarita in terms of what things have you picked up on over the last year that, you know, maybe that kind of was a aha moment saying, boy, I didn't realize that the um, pandemic would have this effect on the way that schools are looking at their IT purchases. Is there anything that comes to mind in terms of what's really been kind of a, uh, an interesting epiphany uh, that, that really has helped absolute, you know, really enhance its value proposition in schools? Um, I'm not sure about epiphany, but I will say an aha moment is just how resilient the, that everyone in education has been. They've had so many challenges being thrown at them their level of creativity and resilience in the face of the challenge has been pretty phenomenal. Um, That said, uh, you know, I think that now as they're out of firefighting mode and more now into normalizing the fact that this is the way schools are operating, right? There might be an element of remote or hybrid learning going on the future. I think they're looking again at how do I budget knowing that I might consistently have a remote program in my in my district. I might have a much, much larger fleet of one-to-one devices. Mm-hmm. And so the way that you plan a budget for that is quite different. And so I think schools are having to shift and, and adapt to just that those think that thinking and the, that modeling. Um, it's they're realizing it's not a one-time thing. Uh, five years from now, how are you going to support a one-to-one program um, is a very different question than just how do I do it for six months or for a year. Interesting. That's very, very interesting. Uh, Alana, before we sign off, any uh, closing thoughts that you have as we get into this big harvest season, because the absolute software um, sales team obviously is going to be very, very busy. Um, But any closing thoughts, maybe words of uh, wisdom to our sales team in terms of as they go out to market to schools? Yeah, I think that, you know, 
because we really think of ourselves as a partner of K-12 schools, um, you know, we don't really see ourselves as just a vendor. We work hand in hand with them um, and are working to equip them with the tools that they need to have a successful harvest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like we have a fantastic customer success team and we're rolling out really helpful guides, things like device reclamation guides, um, Chromebook reclamation guides, um, and back to school guides for the upcoming year. So I think really, um, you know, just keeping in mind that we're a partner, we're, you know, it's it's a symbiotic relationship. We want to make sure that we have consistent feedback from our customers about what they need to be successful so that we can um, create our platform and technology to to be exactly what they need to support uh, their goals moving forward. Yeah, I think that actually that last point is excellent because, you know, absolute really is not about transactional, a transactional relationship with customers. Um, and particularly with schools, I know the renewal rate of customers who engage with Absolute is very, very high. You know, it's not like I buy the software and I'm, then I'm done with it and I never use it again in three years from now. I mean, it's, uh, schools are looking in general, not just with Absolute, but in general, they're always looking for long-term relationships. And I think that's a very, very uh, interesting point that you're making because we are looking for a long-term arrangement with, with schools. And, you know, the Absolute Value Proposition is really built around you know making sure that relationships extended uh but serena alana filson thank you for joining me for today's podcast appreciate all your time for more information about absolute's endpoint security platform please visit the absolute website at www.absolute.com for future updates and the and to subscribe to future podcasts please follow absolute software on our social media partner list that's facebook linkedin and twitter and until next time have a great week